When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to Apartment 4D, the podcast all about New Girl. I'm your host, Jill, here with Heather. Hi, everybody. And Joe. Yeah, hello. And we're here to discuss Season 2, Episode 24, Winston's Birthday. Super fun fact, which leads into my feeling sick. When this episode airs, it will be Joe's birthday. Happy birthday, Joe. Thank you. So for this month, you and Winston are sharing a birthday. Oh, yeah, nice. Head to our Instagram where you'll have a chance to share a special birthday message to Joe. Oh. The fans are going to go crazy. Everybody loves Joe. Did you bring a feeling stick? Nope, not today. Okay. Okay. So we'll get into the episode. The Netflix description of season two, episode 24, Winston's birthday is Jess's dad visits at a bad time, forcing Nick to spend time alone with him. Meanwhile, Winston hopes someone will throw him a surprise birthday party. Ooh. Guest stars from this episode include... Mary Lynn Rajiskub, who plays Peg, who I know from the TV show 24, but she was also in Risky Business and Revenge of the Nerds. Oh, no, no, she wasn't. That's Dr. Foster. <laughs> she was just in 24. I was like, wait, that doesn't make sense. She wasn't in Risky Business. That's a long time ago. <laughs> Dr. Foster, who's played by Curtis Armstrong, was in Risky Business and Revenge of the Nerds and like 4,000 other things. Nice. Do you guys have any thoughts on those two before I move on? No, I haven't seen any of those things. So. Joe? No, I haven't seen any of those. Okay. So, let's start the episode. Uh, our last episode was a big one. So, it picks up where we left off. Uh, Jess and Nick wake up in Jess's room. And it's morning. And Nick is checking to see if she's alive. And seeing if she has a pulse. Uh, just really fast, I want to note something that the first time I watched this episode, mm-hmm. so last summer, mm-hmm. uh, I was very disappointed because by the title, I thought it was going to be a birthday All about party. Winston. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so Nick says to stay here and he's going to go do something special for her. And then she finds a pretzel under her bed. And I think it's trans. You read my mind. It's like I no one's going to eat trans. that pretzel. Yeah. yeah. Um, then he makes a truly terrible undercooked awful breakfast and then suddenly Jess's dad Bob walks in forgets Nick's name and tells him Wilson let me in yes Wilson (laughs) and we find out that it's Wilson's birthday I love how Nick keeps calling him Wilson that whole entire scene the scene scene. Um, because he says this breakfast is for Wilson and Wilson says oh is it because of my birthday and Nick (laughs) says it's your birthday sure he's like I know you're lying but I'm gonna take it and that's when (laughs) Jess comes out and sees her dad so crazy and his camera has flash cubes it really does (laughs) that's like such a classic old person or me thing to do very i didn't even know what a flash cube was that's really old so now we're with schmidt and elizabeth and there's a flashback to the first time they met and them dancing and not being embarrassed and just being themselves and um back then or no, Schmidt says that he admires how she's never cared what people thought about her. Which is just a quick scene because we're back in the loft. And Jess tells Nick that Bob can never find out about them. 
and that he found out about her kissing someone when she was 10 and she got some guys from the club to put the fear of God in him. What were those hats? What is that? What kind of club is that that the dads were wearing? Do you know, Joe? Uh, Shriners. What are oh, that? What's Shriners. that? Shriners. Shriners. It's a it's charitable. A, it's a charitable organization. Yeah, yeah raising money for St. Jude. Saint, um, oh, Shri- the Shriners Hospital. Yeah. Yep. So I guess you got that really intimidating group to drive in circles and like toy cars around the boy to scare him. <laughs> and Paige calls and says that she needs Jess to come to the school in thirty minutes mm-hmm. because she has talked her up to the principal and there's a job opening. And um, she says that her dad can't stay with Nick. And Nick says he can't because he has stuff to do. And Bob says, what stuff? And Nick says, documents. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But he ends up saying that he'll stay with him for the day. So quick aside, unfortunately, I didn't write her name down. But on Instagram, someone who's listening to our podcast and is several episodes behind said that when we had our discussion about Jess losing her job and we couldn't understand why she just didn't go get another teaching job or apply for one or what the problem was, Mm -hmm. that at that time, there was like an influx of um like new teachers and oh. lots of teachers were being laid off and it was really hard to get a teaching job back then and i kind of vaguely remember it since our dad was a teacher like he didn't lose his job but i remember hearing about it so it was very relevant yeah and so when you rewatch it that's just not something that you think of but at the time it made a lot of sense gotcha so now um we are with jess again she's on the phone with cc and she's having some sort of party at her house her uncle Shashir is being very loud. Yeah. And she's very stressed out. So Jess says, Winston will pick up your sorry. Take a nap after you get your hands henna tattooed. Put Shashir on the phone. Oh. And that's a true sign of a, a good long-term friend is when they actually know your family members like right. that. And then she calls Winston and asks him to pick up the sari and bring it to Cece's house. And he thinks they're setting him up for a surprise party. Poor Winston. So Jess is at the school and we find out it's not actually a job interview per se, but she needs her to sub so the teacher can see her in action. And they bring her into a truly crazy classroom. I've always thought being a substitute teacher looked terrifying, honestly. Absolutely. Even for little, when you're doing little kids, just any kids. Anyone, yeah. It takes a special person. So we're with Bob and Nick on the roof, and Bob asks Nick if he's got a girl, oh. and he says no, but eventually says he does, and her name is, of course, Yolanda Winston. What's with him in the name Yolanda? He used it last week. Well, yeah, he's using it for the same purpose, to hide who oh, Jess like is. A, okay. Yeah, so it's really the same He likes Yolanda. the name Yolanda. Yeah. So Schmidt is at work um, when Elizabeth comes in to meet him for lunch, but instead of meeting downstairs, she comes up, and she's wearing the shirt she met him in. When a, an attractive model-looking co-worker comes in and is talking to him, says that Elizabeth looks spooky. And she's like, call me spooky one more time. <laughs> and it's like, do you know her? And he hesitates and starts to say no. And she leaves. Wasn't that sad for her? I felt emotional. Joe, didn't you feel bad for Elizabeth? I did. Yeah, that was harsh. Mm-hmm. Um, so now Jess is back in class. The bell rings and it's time for lunch. I love when the bell rings. She's like, okay, come back in an hour. Like, they're... In school. They don't have a choice. Right. <laughs> um, and Dr. Foster, the principal, comes in, talks really slow, and is like, no, I have my secretary bringing lunch to us so we can talk. Oh. And all she wants to do is get back to her dad. I, I, we've all been in that kind of situation. Right. But it's a job interview, so she has to, our job Yeah. Thing. Yeah. So Jess is back in, oh, no, I'm sorry. So we're with Winston. I mean, we need to just stop and specifically talk about his outfit. He's wearing an all red leather, like, no, that oh. was supposed to look like Michael Jackson wore, right? I thought so. Do you think so, Joe? 
when yeah. his red suit. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, thought it was orange, but okay. Yeah. It, whatever it was, it was loud. Yes. <laughs> and he's just like, I'm here. I'm ready for the surprise. Yeah. And Cece wakes up and comes to the door. And the henna t- tattoo that's been on her hand has now transferred completely right. to her face um, from taking her nap and not letting it dry, I guess. Right. Which is not a great look, especially before your wedding. No. So now Nick and Bob are making sandwiches and talking about the order. Meat, 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 lettuce, bread. Um, And he's asking questions about Yolanda Winston (laughs) and giving him really good advice. And and this has to be everyone's favorite moment of the show, I would imagine, because of us. Oh, yeah. Nick says, I don't know how you get a podcast, but you should look into it. Yeah, I got so excited. I I know how. All you have to do is download the Anchor app. You keep reading my mind. Um, so Jess is driving in circles because she's going to go home, but then Cece calls and she's screaming and she's going to go there. When she finally gets to Cece's, she tries to get the henna off, but actually makes it worse, which I think if she kept going, at least it was moving around. Yeah. I, I, and I can't stand Cece's scream just in case anyone cares. Okay. It's not my favorite either. Yeah. So Bob and Nick, um, are still hanging out and he tells him, that any girl, Bob tells Nick, any girl would be lucky to be with you. Like, you're such a, a great guy. You're a total catch. Mm-hmm. He's like, okay, well, I'm about to tell you something that's going to make you really happy. <laughs> it's Jess. And Bob screams, I'm going to kill you. And runs after him. So, uh, Jess is back with Cece. And she's on the phone trying to talk to the person who hinted her asking how to get it off. It's not coming off, she says. There's nothing they can do. And she starts to try to tell Cece about what's happening with Nick. And I love how Cece is normally really supportive of Jess. It's like, oh, really? Is that what happened? Like, doesn't care at all? Yeah, exactly. I have a beard. Right. And I look like Mike Tyson. Uh, exactly. So Jess finally heads home. And she finds out that Nick... That's a long lunch. Right. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> that Nick told the dad. And now he knows. And Bob is mad and tells Jess that uh, Nick's a lazy drunk. And what's wrong with Wilson? (laughs) What is? And that he knows Nick's not good for her because him and Nick are the same person as he was when he was younger. And he's not good enough for Jess. Right. That's when Winston walks through the argument with his own cake that he bought himself. (laughs) That's hilarious. Nick is obviously incredibly hurt. And unfortunately, Jess is in a really tight spot. She absolutely has to leave. Yeah, she has to. And then Bob says, are you sure you want to be eating so much cake with a body like that? I don't get it. No one on that show is overweight. Winston? Don't diss Winston. And everyone should eat cake whenever they want. And a few episodes ago, Schmidt told Winston he'd help him lose the last 55 pounds. I mean, as an actor, it's got to bother you. I know. Well, I think Lamar knows. That he's in good shape. Yeah, but still. Yeah. So we're back at the school and Jess stands on the desk and yells and has a really inappropriate speech about hooking up with Nick. Yeah. And one of the students hands her cigarettes. Right. Cece has Chevron come over and somehow he's going to magically fix this issue. I don't know what he would know that none of us did. Right. And then we see that Elizabeth's out on a bad date with someone who is not Schmidt because she had originally turned out a date to be with him. Right. But she's, you know, breaking up with him now. Smith shows up in a sweatshirt that she gave him a long time ago, not embarrassed. Romantic. And, you know, says that he wants to dance and eventually wins her over. So Jess is at home, and I love how Bob is blowing up the air mattress by breath. (laughs) By breath. (laughs) 
We used to have an air mattress for when um, people would come visit. There's no way you could blow that up by Oh, breath. no, you have to use <laughs> no. the thing. Especially not someone that old. <laughs> yeah, but Bob marches to his own drummer. That he does, just yeah. like Jess. And I love how he thinks sleeping in the hallway between them is going to stop them from being able to see each other, like, <laughs> like their children. <laughs> so it's at nighttime, and Jess texts, or I'm sorry, Nick texts Jess to meet him on the roof. He has the breakfast that he planned for her in the morning. And it's really sweet. And they're going to start talking about, you know, don't believe what my dad said, whatever. But they get interrupted by Schmidt and Elizabeth, who have decided, you know, anyone could come on the roof. They're going to have to share. When Winston comes up <laughs> and thinks that the breakfast, the rooftop location, the telescope is for him. Is for, is for him, him. For his birthday. You know, I, you know I love to see through time and space or something. He I was so happy for Winnie B. Yeah, because he doesn't know any difference. So we're going to let him go with it. And I love... I know they're always there, but the white lights on the plants. I just yeah. think that's cool. Yeah. And then Nick and Jess share a meaningful look where we know there's a lot more that needs to be said and a seed has been planted that could potentially be an issue later. Mm-hmm. And that brings us through the episode. So now let's get into it. Let's. Let's start with our favorite Jess look. Mine was her striped pajamas. Oh, nice. Heather. Um, okay, I put the blue dress with the yellow sweater, because I love yeah, a yellow a sweater, yeah. and the silver purse. Mm. It doesn't sound like it would go together, but it does. However, I don't think it's appropriate for a job interview. No. Yeah. No, none of them. She just kind of weird for work when you think about it. Yeah. Uh, well, and she was also rushed. Yeah. Joe, what is your favorite Jess look from this episode? From this episode? <laughs> I didn't really have one. <laughs> Okay. 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 Uh, best dressed for sure. I'm giving to Winston for his birthday surprise party outfit. How could you not? Yeah. That's what I put too. Joe. As far as best dressed, <laughs> yeah, the red outfit. I like the red outfit he had on. Okay. Nice. <laughs> Favorite Schmidt moment, Heather. Um, <coughs> I put Schmidt and Elizabeth dancing. Mm. Can't read my own writing in college and restaurant. Yeah, so in college, they danced was the memory, and then they danced in the, oh, during her date. Gotcha. Let me explain your favorite scene to you. Okay, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> Joe is busy playing with Heather's dog. What was your favorite uh, Schmidt moment? Uh, I would say when at the end when they decided to dance again when he's wearing the sweatshirt. <laughs> so the yeah. same as Heather. Yeah. yeah. But, well, you know what? This wasn't a heavy Schmidt episode. It was yeah. so interesting you should have... say that because my favorite Schmidt moment is none. Oh, none. Yeah. Whoa, that's powerful. I just really don't like his relationship with Elizabeth, so. That was an incredibly bold You don't choice. like her Y2 <laughs> kitty cat shirt? No, the shirt didn't. Well, that would be her shirt, not Schmidt's, but I just I just don't like her as a character because it, it just, it, for me, that weird thing with her making him eat the pizza and my introduction to her just stuck with me. The weird pizza thing stuck with me. Yeah, she kind of has an attitude. It's like you're inside my brain. Yeah, I mean, he is, like, if you want to date someone... Then date them. Don't date them and try to change them. Right. right. You know? Yeah. Even if it's changed them back how they used to be. Still Anyways. don't change them. Yeah. The jar count was zero, per usual. Yeah. What else what, we, what I found, learned from this podcast is the jar is not as big of a show as I always thought it was. Yeah. Favorite funniest moment for me, just on a personal level, was when they mentioned the podcast. Because... We oh, do the podcast and crap. That was me up. very special. And I remember being like, how do we start it? What do we do? I, yeah. I should look into that. <laughs> when I was watching it, I kept rewinding to that <laughs> because I got so excited. Yeah, so funny. Yeah. Um, favorite funniest moment, Joe? I would say it was 
Nick when he was trying to get out hanging out with the dad for the day. Documents. Oh, yeah. yeah and documents. he's like, what stuff do you have? He's like, uh, uh, documents. <laughs> and he said like a question mark. Documents? Yeah. Document. yeah. And, like squinted like, I don't know. <laughs> Heather was, wait, you already told us your favorite? No. No, sorry. Um, Winston flying into the door of CC's expecting a surprise oh. party and wearing his orange outfit. And it was like obviously a weekday. Yeah. So why did he think that they'd all be off work? Yeah. And then also, um, it was pretty funny when Jess's dad said, I gained my way out of Vietnam. He gained his way out of Vietnam? Gade. Gade oh. is way. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that brings us to the Honey Roast Award. For the best character, performance, inanimate object, writing, etc. I'm giving this one to Bob. I thought it was oh. a great episode for him. I find him very entertaining. He's so cute. A believable sort of dad type. And I just enjoy seeing him. And also my dad's name is Bob, so I think it's funny. Heather? Well, it's interesting that you should say that because I made a commitment, if mm. you all remember... At the beginning of the show that anytime Rob Reiner yes, was on, I was going to yes. give it to him just because he's Rob Reiner. Mm-hmm. He is a television icon. And then, but I have to mention Winnie B. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. it's a tie. Okay. Fair enough. Joe, Honey Rust Award? I would say Nick. Oh, okay. Oh, because of all the emotions? Yeah, yeah. And, <clears throat> and the bravery of standing up and telling the dad without just his permission. Oh, I love how he, was, he put, bold. he's like... Like, slams his hand down on the chair. Like, uh, I'm just going to tell I'm you. I'm making an announcement. Yeah. Well, that was when he's just going to tell him there's a girl and it was Yolanda Winston. But yeah. Like, and then yeah. he's like, when uh, Jess is like, I knew it. I know you can't keep a secret. You can't tell it. You, you just blurt things out. He goes, shows how, shows how much you know. I didn't blurt it out. I did it on purpose. purpose. <laughs> yeah. That was funny. Was like, yeah. why would you do that? And then Bob goes, when did it happen? Last night. Yeah. Why are you telling him that? Did anyone catch a bear in this episode? I did not. I tried. Honestly, I just really need to get a hold. I'll try messaging them more again. I don't think there is a bear in every no, episode. No, I don't think so either. I think there's a bear in several episodes. I feel like there was a lot of bears at the start. in season one. Yeah. But not in season it two. It has to be hard to sustain. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. That brings us to discussion questions. Heather, why don't you kick us off? Did you bring one? Um. Yes, I did. Okay. I actually brought two. Um, have you ever tried to recapture a lost love as Schmidt and Elizabeth are doing? In this? I think we've answered a question like that before. I feel like now that I'm saying it, yeah, it we was, did. I don't know why it came up before. But. And I think it was like all gone wrong. Yeah. Okay. And then I just wondered if anyone has had like a totally uh, last minute job interview like Jess did. Ooh. And if so, how did it go? Okay, I've got a story. Oh, lay it on us. Is this when your leg fell asleep? <laughs> no, I already told that one. It's kind of off color, but I'm going to tell it anyway. Woo, racy. Literally. So I, at, it was last minute, like like in the morning, I got a call because I've been looking for a job for someone who worked for Budweiser. And I, I think I'd already gone to the Budweiser interview where my leg fell asleep and then quit. <laughs> or this was before that. I can't place the time. And he was like, we have this job for, like, not working in the stores like I was going to do, but, like, a, a promotional person who, like, coordinates, like, events at, like, bars and stuff, Ooh. but also places their order and then, like, brings the Budweiser girls there, blah, blah, blah. Fun. So what I want you to do, what we do to support them is we um, will go, like, in Redlands is our night tonight. It's like a bar crawl, mm-hmm. but it was the, their job. Okay. 
they, it was really gray area. This is a long time ago. So I had to come to this, like, they weren't calling it a bar crawl. It had an official name where they went to like six businesses in the area to support them, bought alcohol. Oh. So they're like drinking on my job interview. <laughs> and I was expected to drink on my job interview. What? And, but it wasn't really a job interview. He's like, just come with a girl who does it now. Did or you drink? drink? I don't remember that part. Well, I did back then, but we had to drive from place to place. And I'm really passionate about not drinking and driving. So, so we, I went to, I met him. We went with the girl who did the merchandising. She would like show me what to do, what she does. Then I go sit down at their table. We went to two places. Our third place. This is a real story. Was a strip club. Oh, you didn't go inside. Did you? Yes. Oh my God. Because I needed a job, but I was like, this is super weird (laughs) and so I went in and I thought like well we'll probably just go in and like say hi to the bartender and leave and and like the guy the people who were on the interview were not actively engaging with the strippers they just like sat at a table in the back but the strippers were still naked so I'm like oh my gosh so I got home and told my parents like I don't think I'm gonna take that job Uh, that (laughs) is not the job for you do you know who called me for that it was I can't say his name, but the person yeah. who works, he, he's the one who took me on that. How uh, drinking. My on, parents were not amused. Drinking on the job in a strip club. Now it wasn't. A job but see, again, much. this was at night and it's, it was one of those things where you weren't really working, but you were expected to support it. And if you didn't, that would be a problem. Right. Which I don't think they, there's no way they do that now. I just, yeah. I can't see that. No. But especially in a strip club. I thought, why would you take me to this? Yeah. Like I was so uncomfortable. That was probably what, like 17, 18 years ago. Maybe more. Maybe more. 16, yeah. yeah. Anyways, that's my last minute, crazy, uncomfortable job interview story. I did not move forward with that position. I sent them a politely worded email, hard pass. Well, nothing we tell is going to compare to that. <laughs> yeah. Okay, next question. No. Joe, did you have a, a strip club interview story or anything? No. No, I know all my interviews have been planned out. I've never been called and said, hey, go meet us there here. So right. they're always planned out like days ahead of time so you can prepare. prepare. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good thing. And stuff like that. Although, you know, this last COVID, I had a Zoom interview. Ugh, and so Zoom interviews oh. are the worst yeah. because you can't, you know, especially if they don't turn their camera on. Mm, yeah. You know, did they not turn their camera on? They did. They but did. They're just talking yeah. about black space. But there was, yeah. you know... It's just, it's just weird. Oh, the dynamic. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Although I prefer them over phone interviews because phone interviews, you can't, but you can't see the person or the reaction to your answers. Right. Right. Sometimes based on their reaction is how you answer. Well, then you know, okay, either I'm on the wrong path or the the right right path. path. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I think Zoom, like, I like Zoom, but I do it for social reasons. Yeah. I honestly cannot imagine a job interview on Zoom. Oh, so uncomfortable. Does it you talk at the same time as someone? Oh, you cut out? Joe and I talk at the same time yes, on you do. Zoom. Or it freezes. <laughs> or it freezes. And then it looks like you're doing a bad job, but it's just the internet. Yeah. Heather, exactly. what about you? What's your answer to your own question? Uh, well, one time I had a job interview on the spot. Mm-hmm. But that was just at the mall, mm. and I got the job. So props to me. Mm-hmm. Wasn't expecting. Good job, Hevs. And then I've never had like it last minute like Jess did. But this one time I had a job interview, and it was in the afternoon, mm-hmm. which I don't like. I'm yeah, all get about over getting with. over with. Yeah. So the guy ended up calling me and he was like, Heather, my morning stuff canceled. Mm-hmm. I don't really want to wait around this area. Cause he lived in orange County uh-huh. around this area all day. If you can come, 
Like, that would be awesome. But uh-huh. if not, don't worry about it. Well, of course, because I'm going to get it over with. Yeah. And also, I'm not going to inconvenience the guy. Yeah. So, I feel like it uh, it affected me because I had to throw all my stuff in my briefcase. Mm-hmm. Just stuff like that. And I'm not good under pressure. Mm-hmm. However, I got the job. So, <laughs> props to me again. Congratulations on employment. Thank you. So, um... <laughs> I think I'll put that up as one of our Instagram questions. I want to tell you guys I put up what's your worst date. Well, I did a poll whose date was worse, mine or yours. Dating a carjacker was you. Oh, thank you guys. And, no, that was yours. I didn't say you oh. won. Oh. And <laughs> mine was, and it was like, like a 50-50 basically. It was really close. within like 1%. So equally bad. Um, and I'm, I'll put this one up. But then I have people share their worst dates. And some of them were so bad. Like I didn't feel comfortable sharing them. Even though it didn't say like who they were from. I was uh-huh. just like, I just feel weird. Like one woman got held up at gunpoint on a date. <gasps> not by her date. And she made sure to clarify that. And I was Is like, she okay? I don't know. I, I tried to write her back and it wasn't working. And I was like, well, obviously she's okay. She's oh, writing she's me. she's writing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway, Joe, did you bring a discussion question? I did. So, oh, wow. I wonder if anybody has ever used stuff as an excuse. Like documents? Like, you know, when someone's, oh, let's go do this. Oh, I got so much stuff to do. But you oh. never, ever, like, itemize it or go into detail. No, I think it's kind of rude. It's better if you have specifics. I, it shouldn't be, but... I've done both. I've been vague, and I've done specifics, mm-hmm. and um, generally, I'm not believed, or I ultimately get caught. Because you're lying. Yeah. So they're not believing you, because you're... Because I go, uh, uh, uh... I believe that. Yeah. <laughs> Joe, what about you? What's your answer to your own question? I, uh, yeah, I've used it before, because I just have stuff to do, because you know what? Just the way my days go, like, I know stuff is going to come, come up. up. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I can't ever answer, oh, what do you got to do? I, I can't answer that. I have to free my calendar in order to, because I know something's right. going to come up. So you're not lying. You're telling right. the truth. Yeah. Right. Right. It would be too hard to yeah. specifically. I've never said, like, documents, but I do plan on working that into my week somehow this week. Nice. Answering to someone, documents? And then follow up with us. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so my question is, have you ever forgot someone's birthday or been a part of a surprise party? Like, does anyone have, like, a birthday surprise party gone wrong story? I'll start because you both yeah. look like you're thinking. <laughs> we threw my mom a surprise I party when I was, that. like, six, seven. Oh, yeah, about that. I was young. And my aunt who lived far away was coming and my sister was going to watch me and my cousin so she could go to the party. And obviously my mom didn't know because she knew we're having the party and she was getting ready to go. And she was like, oh, well, you know, you could run a movie. You could do this with your sister. I was like, no, I'll be fine. I'll be playing with Sarah. And she's like, who's Sarah? What are you talking about? And I was like, (laughs) my imaginary friend. And like ran out of the bathroom like, dad. Like it wasn't even slick trying to get to my dad. Pulled him in the, the like den office room, and I told you guys. And my dad's like, "I think it's okay." <laughs> you were one smart kid. No, I wasn't. And I was like, "Oh, Sarah's coming over." You covered it. That's true. <laughs> I hate lying. I always have, so I am impressed. <laughs> Joe, have you ever thrown a surprise party, or been involved, or forgotten a birthday, or had your birthday forgotten, um, or thought you were getting a surprise party? 
No, no, not really. Nobody you had a big party when you turned 40, 40 but it was not yeah. a surprise. No, yeah. It's no. hard to surprise a spouse because they, like, live there. They're in the house. Well, and, if, yeah. if you're throwing it there. Yeah. yeah. You share a bank account. And yeah. It's tricky. Yeah. And you know what? When I was in college, I didn't know any of my roommates' birthdays. Oh, really? Unless they said something. Yeah, we so have can, to So tell I you. can see Winston. Yeah. yeah. I can see them not knowing Winston's because even though. though you're roommates and you know everything about each other. Right. Sometimes you always don't always. Because that's, that's not a common, what I call a common question. You yeah. Know, yeah. Like, what's your birthday? What do you like? Do you like sports? Team. Do you like yeah. movies? Do you yeah. like music? I it's just, never, when's your birthday? But just. Well, yes. In, in their defense, Cece's, Cece's wedding. wedding. But I will say that I view Nick and uh, Winston Moore's family having grown yeah, up together, having being grown younger. Up together. So I was, but he was also a little busy with and the Jess. Bossing. He's also Nick. Yeah, I'm yeah. Just plan ahead. Uh, Heather, did you have an answer? Uh you know, it's a good question. Thank you. I feel like I always blow things. Mm-hmm, but you haven't blown a surprise party. That I can think of. And I've, I've never forgot a birthday that I know of. Mm-hmm. Unless somebody didn't tell me. I have forgotten the friendiversaries. Well, those aren't real. And so. the other person remembers. Oh, that's awkward. Yeah, awkward. All right. Well, that concludes our discussion then. We'll see you guys for next week, season two, episode 25. A personal favorite episode of mine, Elaine's Big Day. Oh, love Elaine's Big and Day. And that will actually conclude season two. So this is exciting. We're moving so Ooh. fast. It makes me sad when we end a season. Because like, what are we going to do when it's over? I wonder if we're going to do a recap. Hmm. Wow, Hebs, you really got them thinking. <laughs> they're, probably, they're probably confused. If we didn't, that would be funny. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, we'll see you guys next week. Thanks for listening. Have a great week. Bye. 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 Right. <laughs>